the latest TDN mock draft emphasizes once again how important next week might be. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone's having a great start to their Wednesday, the middle of the week, conference championship week, right around the corner for us here in the National Football League. The latest mock draft over at TDN, and I'm going to put a little bit of a senior bowl tie to it. There's a narrative that I think is not new. It has been developing, but I think the latest mock draft over at TDN just reemphasizes how much could be at stake next week uh, down in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. So we will get into that in just a second. But before we do, you guys know the drill by now. I got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use your our promo code believe with BLEAV to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. The latest mock draft over at the Draft Network, courtesy of Damian Parson. Again, that's a companion piece to listening to this story, although not uh, in the way that we usually do it in in, in past weeks where we're going pick by pick, but you, you're going to want to have a good feel of the way that these picks shake out to understand the point that I'm making because there's a narrative that develops. Damian Parson, DP, over at the Draft Network, four quarterbacks go in the first round. That's not really the important thing. You guys know the drill. Will Levis, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, right? Those are the four. But once again, and I've done a show on this, but I'm going to reemphasize it here with a bit of a twist of two guys that I'm going to keep my eye on next week that I think could carve out a nice space for themselves. Nobody goes in the second round in terms of the quarterback position. Not a single round two quarterback. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't any day two quarterbacks according to DP, right? But he just doesn't think that the value is there for those teams in round two. Now, that could be could they be selected in round three? I guess I could ask Damian about it and see what he has to say. But no round two quarterbacks. It's not the first mock that we've talked about like this, and I don't think it's going to be the last mock that we talked about that we talk about like this. But there's an opportunity here. And that opportunity is for one of these quarterbacks down in Mobile to impress a team, impress personnel in interviews, and work their way up to be that candidate. And there are a couple of names. Jaron Hall of BYU. Yes, I am ready to be heard again by a BYU quarterback. But Jaron Hall certainly has the ability. This This is the difference between last year's Senior Bowl quarterback class and this year's Senior Bowl quarterback class. Last year, it was a battle royale who's going to be QB1, right? Who is going to be able to do enough here during these couple of days in Mobile to earn the honor of QB1? Because all three of the quarterbacks that everyone was keeping an eye on, right? You look at Kenny Pickett, you look at Desmond Ritter, you look at Malik Willis, those three guys, right? Those three guys that were down there. And there were others like Bailey Zappi, but those three in particular, they were the talk of that class. 
which one of those guys is going to be QB1. So now you get them all down there together. You get them all in one environment. You can compare them. Everyone's going to get an opportunity to talk to the quarterbacks and see and have those preliminary interviews set the stage at the table. And you ultimately saw it was Kenny Pickett that did well during the week. And ultimately, Kenny Pickett was the first quarterback off, off the board. This year is different. There is no Anthony Richardson. There is no C.J. Stroud. There is no Bryce Young. There is no Will Levis. So the guys that we consider the top of the class, they're going to settle it out in a different way. They're going to settle it out at their pro days. They're going to settle it out at the combine. They're going to settle it out in their individual interviews with all of the teams in the lead-up. They're not going to have this week of competition against each other to be able to battle that out. Well, guess what? There's still a void. There's still a vacuum. There's still a place to be filled, and that place is going to be filled by which quarterback can rise their name up the board to be considered that top option on day two. And I think Jaron Hall is going to be at the top of that list. I think Jaron Hall out of BYU is probably in the running to see his name be the fifth quarterback off the board. There are opportunities for under-the-radar guys. I know one of the quarterbacks that we've talked about internally, our Brentley Wiseman, is a huge fan of this kid and somebody that he thinks could make a team very happy uh, in the later rounds of the draft. Jay Kaner out of Fresno State. That's a guy. This is an opportunity. How many people are staying up late to watch Fresno State games? How many people are just watching Fresno State games on the regular? Right. Well, I've seen Jay Kaner ball out against UCLA. I've seen him play good football. But how much good football has the rest of the draft community seen of Jay Kaner? Well, guess what? Here's an opportunity to compete against other quarterbacks and to compete and try to stack good day after good day after good day and have Mobile be the case where the takeaway coming out of that week is they're talking about you. So you got Jaron Hall, who I think you probably look at the top of the list and say he's probably the favorite to gain the most from this. I look at Jake Hayner as an option. I will give you another name that I've just watched film on this guy with Kyle Krabs in the TD and Premium Discord. By the way, if you're not a member of TD and Premium, MDM beta is live. You can join us in the Discord. We do film studies, all sorts of different stuff. The DraftNetwork.com is where you're going to want to get all that information. Tyson Bajan, quarterback out of Shepard. This is a kid, D2 quarterback, but has got every accolade you could possibly think of at the D2 level. Won the D2 Heisman, and this is a kid that you want to talk about a guy who this game is designed for. It's Tyson Bajan. This is a D2 kid under the radar. Not a lot of people know about him. Not a lot of people are able to see film on him. And you know what? He can go out there, and if he can ball out, yeah, they're, we're going to start talking about him. Not as a day two or day or you know round two or round three guy, but you certainly can rise your profile and you can rise your draft stock, and you can make yourself a lot more money this week. Max Duggan's going to be there. Clayton Toon's going to be there. I mean, there's an opportunity here, folks. And this is not Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, or Desmond Ritter battling it out to see who's going to be a first-round pick and make all that money, right? Who's going to be QB1. But there's an opportunity here to ball out, and Jaron Hall can play himself into the perfect situation on round two and be set up for future success. There's an opportunity for Clayton Toon, Jay Kaner, Max Duggan, Tyson Bajan, for all of these guys to really showcase themselves and earn themselves a lot more money. And and to me, this is the cool part. It's my second year going down to Mobile for the Senior Bowl. And so for me, it is such... It's such a different vibe than it was last year, right? We, we descended down to Mobile last year with the idea of who is going to be QB1. That was the narrative. That was the backdrop. And everybody that was considered the top of that class and who was in the mix for QB1, well, they were there. And each and every day, you got to compare them to each other. And you got to say, this guy had a better day than this guy. This guy did the, did the most to improve his draft stock. That's not the narrative this year. The narrative this year is who can 
add that sleeper tag to their name. Who can be the guy that gets talked about? Of Yeah, if you're not really interested in a first-round quarterback, but you want to maybe get younger at the position, you want to get that next guy in line to, to bring into your building, this is the list that you're looking at. Well, guess what? There's an opportunity for somebody there, for any of the names that I've mentioned, to break through that list and to, to put themselves at the top. So that, to me, is the biggest, the biggest storyline. And again, like I said, I don't think this is going away anytime soon. Right? I think we're going to go through Mobile next week. Somebody's going to be a winner. Somebody's going to have the, the biggest week, and they're going to have the most success. And we'll see what that does. We'll see the kind of impact that that has on where they get drafted. Is there enough buzz around a Jaron Hall? Is there enough buzz around a Jay Kaner or a Max Duggan? Do they do enough to rise up their stock? I don't know. I think, I think everybody right now looks at it this way. Right? I think there's a, a clear tier of quarterbacks that we're going to consider guys that go in the round one. And then the four that I mentioned earlier. Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. I think everybody agrees that those guys are going to go off the board early. Then there's that tier two. I think Jaron Hall falls into that tier. Um, I think Jay Kaner could fall into that tier. And then I think you have the the other guys. You have Bajant, Duggan, hey, uh, Clayton Toon, Stenson Bennett. You have that group of guys, right, that I think are probably day three picks. But... That's why we go through this process. That's why you have the senior ball. That's why you have the combine. That's why you have the pro days. That's why you have all the interviews. Because these guys can rise and fall through the board depending on how that entire process plays out. So that's the biggest takeaway that I have from the mock draft, just from an overall narrative perspective. Now, DP's got Will Levis going number one. I think that's an interesting story. Do we Is that a trend that's going to emerge there? Bryce Young had been the, the pick at number one. He also has the Colts trading up to number one. I think that should probably be an important note that he has Chicago trading back. And I think, again, that's a narrative that you're going to see develop uh, a lot here over the next couple uh, of weeks. And again, it takes two to tango. You're going to need somebody to make that trade with you. But it certainly is a very popular opinion uh, that the Bears are going to trade out. So again, folks, Go over to thedraftnetwork.com. Check out the mock draft uh, from Damian Parson. A lot of interesting um, player fits, team fits in there that I think are are, are are different, are interesting, and I think set up d- the differences between the scouts here over at the Draft Network about how they, they view this class and how they feel about a lot of these players. Bit of a shorter show today here for you. Uh, Senior Bowl preview coming later in the week. I'll probably give you a full breakdown. Um, and over in the draft, uh, over on Draft Dudes, we've been doing it a little bit as well. So that is what you can look forward to the remainder of the week. We'll get into the conference championships as well at some point. But again, the draftnetwork.com is where you're going to want to see uh, Damien's mock draft. Full two rounds up there. So just round, round one, uh, round two added today uh, to the mock so you can go look at all uh, 64 selections there as well. And again, the Mock Draft Machine beta testing has begun. If you are a TDM Premium member and listen to the show and you are not in the TDM Premium Discord and signed up uh, to be a part of the Mock Draft Machine beta, uh, what are you waiting for? A lot of fun that we're having testing this thing out and getting it ready uh, to release to the masses here pretty, pretty soon. So the draftnetwork.com is where you can find all of that information as well. Thanks to you for making this show a part of your day. Appreciate rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along with us on this entire journey through the offseason and lead up to the 2023 NFL Draft. Thanks as always to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. Hope everybody makes it a great rest of your Wednesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.